Welcome, and uh, thank you all for taking a minute to uh, join us this Friday afternoon and attend our government press conference. As you are aware, the inaugural session of the 31st uh, Alberta Legislature will begin on October, 1st, on October 30th, rather, with a speech for the throne. And on, uh, and as a, and on Monday, rather, I apologize. Um, on May 29th, Albertans did make their voices very clear. They voted for a government that would continue making life more affordable, improving government services, and defending our province from federal interference. We're proud of our record over the past four years, and we welcome the opportunity to deliver on our 2023 platform commitments. Albertans expect their government to maintain our province's status as the economic engine and driver of Confederation. That's why they voted to keep us in, to keep taxes low, keep investment pouring in, and to keep Ottawa out. In the coming legislative session, Alberta's government will propose legislation protecting against future tax hikes and safeguarding pensions. This means extending the fuel tax pause to the end of the year and introducing amendments prohibiting the government of Alberta from increasing pen, uh, personal or corporate income tax rates without first consulting Albertans via referendum. This is a government that also believes in supporting all Albertans, including those suffering from the life-threatening disease of addiction. Opioid manufacturers and wholesalers misrepresented the harmful effects and addictive properties of the medication, causing significant costs to the government, healthcare systems, and significant loss of life. The coming session will include proposed legislation to defend vulnerable Albertans by strengthening our case against those who contributed to the creation of the opioid crisis. Other amendments will be introduced, including that to the Justice Statutes uh, Amendments, or Justice Statutes Amendments, and will update several pieces of legislation. This will include working updates to improve clarity while ensuring legislation aligns with current practices and other legislation. While questions pertaining to specific legislation or language within the legislation will be best directed uh, to the respective minister, I am happy to take questions now in my capacity as the government house leader. You mentioned the uh, plan. Mm -hmm. can you, what would the government, what can the government do in that regard when it comes to the full session? I know you can't give us any sort of legislation, but mm -hmm. in a general sense, what are you going to be doing in that we're making it very clear as a campaign promise that should Alberta proceed with an Alberta pension plan, it would only be with the approval of Albertans uh, via referendum. So be given that mandate. So will this be a piece of legislation that will be introduced to say that or our motion? What will actually be done in a very concrete way towards an Alberta pension plan in the session? So exactly what I just said. So any, any move towards an Alberta pension plan could not be done without the approval of, the, uh, of Alberta citizens via referendum. So it's really enshrining a legislation, our intent, uh, to put this question to Albertans. Thank you very much. Do we have any questions on the phones? I have a question in the room. Yeah, let's do the room first. Okay, just... Uh... Making sure we get everyone. Uh, anyone else from the room? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can you kind of confirm if your party's moving forward with the proposed Compassionate Intervention Act, and if not, why this fall? So this fall, no. Uh, we are moving forward with the uh, with the Opioid Cost Recovery Act because we do feel strongly that uh, Albertans stuck in the cycle of addiction uh, you know, deserve deserve support, and any compensation to that would be going to supporting Albertans. Um, stuck in the cycle of addiction. But with regards to the compassion intervention, uh, there's no legislation this fall for that, but uh, it's a very uh, important uh, piece of our government's, uh, the Alberta model going forward. Is it coming in 
forthcoming sessions? Are you still working on it? I guess what's the reason for the holdup this fall? And can you tell me a little bit more about the Opioid Cost Recovery Act and what that might look like? Well, it's a very complex uh, piece of legislation and uh, a process, so it won't be coming forward this fall with regards to the cost recovery, or rather the uh, the capacity intervention. But with regards to uh, opioid cost recovery, this amendment this amendment will uh, strengthen Alberta's case against the manufacturers and distributors and uh, consultants who contributed to the ongoing opioid addiction crisis and uh, helping us recover costs from them. Does that mean legal action? There, there is legal action, and it strengthens our case, yes. Okay. On pensions, again, the Premier said she wants a hard number uh, before putting this to a referendum, even if that might mean a court battle. It could be a long way down the road. Why is it important to bring that legislation forward? I think it's important to make it very clear to Albertans that should we move forward with a pension, it's going to be with their, with their uh, support, be a referendum. So putting legislation just strengthens our, our, our case that we do want to hear from Albertans. We are currently consulting Albertans on this and making sure they have all the relative information. It's their pension, uh, and they're going to have a, have a strong say in that. Or they're, they're going to have the say in that. But it's important to have all the information uh, so when they make a decision, it's fully informed. There's three or four bills we've heard coming forward next week. Might this be one of them, the pension? <clears throat> it is, yes. Are we going to amend the, refer the Referendum Act or the Elections Act? How does it work for the Alberta pension? So, again, can't really get into specifics of the bill. You have to wait for it to be introduced. And, you know, finer details of that bill would be better directed to the minister. But at a high level, we are going to make it sure, make clear to Albertans that if we proceed with an Alberta pension plan, it'll be with their permission, and that permission given through referendum. Thanks. And a different topic, though, um, the issue, the Premier's talked about this a year ago and mentioned it since then, the idea of getting political parties involved in local elections, mm -hmm. municipal elections. And there was some talk about potentially bringing in some legislation this fall. Is that going to happen this fall? There's no legislation currently uh, being considered with regards to that for the fall legislation, for the fall sitting. Thank you very much. Can I take our first question from the phones? You know, I couldn't speak to why the legislation or, or the pace of the legislation. Um, you know, that, that's definitely a question better directed to Minister Dan Williams, uh, who is working very tirelessly on that. Um, but I do know that we take opioid uh, addiction very seriously in this province. It's one of the main reasons why we're moving ahead with the Opioid Cost Recovery Act, to make sure that we are holding those accountable who have uh, contributed significantly to the proliferation of addiction in this province. Michelle, do you have a follow-up question? Uh, yes, I do. Thank you. Um, and Bill 1 uh, that we're going to be seeing introduced on Monday, um, I, I missed, missed what you said off the top, and I apologize for that. Is that the bill where any tax increase has to be subjected to a referendum? I remember the Premier talking about that. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Operator, please put through the second caller on the line. Lisa Johnson, Edmonton Journal. For taking the question, just to follow up on the bill one step, um, I understand that that's focused mainly on um, ensuring or putting into law that you need a referendum to raise personal or business income tax or business taxes. But um, during campaign, the election campaign, the premier did speak about tax cuts um, quite extensively and some of the plans for tax cuts. And I think in some situations she may have 
suggested that that would be rolled all into one bill. Should we expect that to be rolled into Bill 1, or is that, if that comes, would that be in separate legislation? This bill in particular, the uh, Taxpayer Protection Amendment Act, deals specifically with referendums as it pertains to increasing corporate or personal income tax. So we made campaign okay. commitments during, uh, during the election that life, you know, making life affordable for our burdens, making it predictable for them is very important for us. That's why we're also extending the fuel tax cut uh, through legislation to the end of the year. But uh, so far as this legislation is concerned, it's important to, for Albertans to know that if any government, be it ours or future governments, were to increase personal corporate in income taxes, it would have to be done via referendum. We take these matters very seriously. Lisa, do you have a follow-up question? Great. Yeah, thanks for that clarification. And um, when it comes to uh, introducing legislation that will bolster, bolster Alberta's case against um, pharmaceutical companies uh, in regards to the opioid crisis. I know that in 2019, the Alberta government joined the class action lawsuit that was led by BC, and it was a, um, included a, a bunch of provinces. And I think in 2022, there was a proposed settlement of $150 million. So I'm wondering, like, I, in my understanding of that is that it hasn't been settled completely in the courts. So without getting into the details of the of the upcoming legislation itself, I'm just wondering how um, how Alberta's case is, is bolstered. Is there like a separate lawsuit that you're looking at, or is this in terms of like trying to get a particular share of a potential settlement in that case? Well, you're definitely getting deep into the in the legal weeds on that, and uh, that'd be a question best uh, proposed to the to the respective ministers. But what I can say, in particular on this legislation, is that you know we are committed to recovering as much cost as possible from those who have uh, played a large part in creating this problem, and we want to make sure that uh, we're reinvesting this money and all the damages back into supporting those who are suffering from the cycle of addiction. And so, again, taking the matter very seriously, understanding that families have been devastated uh, by this addiction crisis. And, you know, to to quote one of the, the chiefs, uh, in, in, or the chief rather in Siksika from a recent press conference, you know, these are, these are brothers and sisters. You know, these, these are family members. And it is incumbent upon us as a government and as citizens to look after them. And uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that we're looking at this legislation and bringing it forward because it shows that we care about Albertans. We care about their health, their well-being, and helping them get off the cycle of addiction and becoming uh, strong members of society again, giving them back dignity. Thank you very much. And being told we have no more callers on the line, we will uh, conclude today's press conference. Have a good weekend. Thank you, everyone.